What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby Baby. What's poppin', Laker Nation and NBA fans? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan in the building. What's poppin'? Hope you guys are having a great Thursday night. Shout out to everybody on the East Coast. It's draft day, NFL draft day. But in today's show, I'm going to be talking about my top 10 greatest shooting guards of all time. Um, it's going to be a crazy, crazy time. I'm here live on Facebook. Two of my Facebook accounts, YouTube, Periscope, and I'm recording from the Anchor app. So, my thoughts about the top 10. Number 10, Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller, in my opinion, is number 10. He averaged 18 points, 3 rebounds a game, 3 assists, shot 47% from the field, 39% from the f- from 3-pointers, um, and shot um, 44.7 3-pointers a game. And 1.1 steals. He's a five-time All-Star and a three-time, three-time All-Star selection. You know what I mean? He's just ability to shoot up to three. You know, he's one of the best three-point shooters of all time. He's up there with Ray Allen. He's up there. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, um, he's over here. He's on my list at ten. You know what I mean? He's number ten. You know, Reggie Miller is a very good competitor. You know what I mean? You know, it was um, number 10, Reggie Miller, on my list. His ability to come off those screens, his hustle, his grit, his grind, just his tenacity. You know, him and Kobe had those battles in the finals, you know what I mean? It's just crazy, man. But uh, number 9 for me is uh, George Gervin. George Gervin from the San Antonio Spurs averaged 21, 25 point. 25 points per game, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, shot 50% from the field, and 1.2 steals. A 12-time All-Star, 4-time scoring champion. And yeah, man, his ability to get the ball, go to the post, do work. You know what I mean? I just like Julie, uh, George Irvin's game. You know what I mean? His ability to get those rebounds, push it underneath the layup. You know what I mean? It's crazy, you know? You know? It's a... Uh, Hella crazy. George Gervin is on my list, you know. I know I haven't watched him, but I've watched some of his highlights. He's very, very athletic. Love his ability to get to the rim, post up, you know what I mean? You know? And uh, you got to go with number eight, Clyde Drexler. You know what I mean? Clyde Drexler averaged 20 points, six rebounds, five assists, shot 42, 47% from the field, two steals, uh, one, one, one-time champion, 10-time All-Star, he played with uh, great players in Houston, man. You know, he was very talented at what he does, ability to get to the rim, post up, play that defense, you know. He had to guard Michael Jordan a couple times in the, in the playoffs, in the finals, actually. You know, so it's interesting to see what uh, what Cry Jexer did back then. You know, he was a championship team, you know. Let's see, shout out to my brother Michael for tuning in live. Appreciate you, bro. You know, appreciate you. Appreciate people tuning in. You know, so far I did uh, Reggie Miller. Uh, what's his face? George Gervin and Cry Jexter. Now for number seven, Ray Allen. Ray Allen's up there in my list. He averaged 18 point, basically 19 points a game. Four rebounds, three assists, shot 45% from the field. 40% from three. 5.73 point attempts a game, 1.1 steals a game, two-time NBA champion, 10-time All-Star. Ray Allen's up there, man. His ability to hit big shots, you know, just like back in the day with Milwaukee, he was beasting. Milwaukee and uh, Seattle, he was turning up. 
he didn't really have that much help. But since he came into since he came from Seattle to Boston, he turned up, hit that big shot in the finals against the Lakers in 2008. I still still haven't watched Game Six till this day. I'm never gonna watch it. But when he went to the Heat, he had big shots. He hit that shot in overtime. Just help LeBron, you know. You know. <clears throat> um. Number six, James Harden. Y'all gonna think I'm crazy? It's gonna cause some controversy in the in the comment section, but I don't care. You know, what I mean, James Harden's number six on my list. He averaged twenty three point five points per game, five point one rebounds a game, six. 2 assists a game, 44% from the three-point line, 1.5 steals a game. Six-time All-Star, one-time one scoring child, uh, MVP and MVP of the league, you know? Um, he's on my list. He's he's unguardable with that step-in, Euro step. He's unguardable, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Just he is a natural scorer. His ability to get to the rim. And he when he gets in foul trouble or when he causes created contact, He's unguardable. No, it's yeah, he's already unguardable because Brad Ingram, a couple years ago, was gonna fight him because James Harden's doing some bullshit stuff calls. You know what I mean? So it's crazy. Let's see here. We got some uh, people here in the live chat. Uh, Ginobili. Um, I'm gonna keep it real, Mike, brother. Um, he's off my list. He he fell off. So, you know. So yeah. Appreciate you. Appreciate. Appreciate. You. We got questions via the beard. Okay, let's see here. Ray Allen, Harden. Now here we go. Here's where it gets interesting, y'all. Gonna, <laughs> y'all gonna think I'm crazy for my number five. Y'all ready? I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> Allen Iverson, the answer number five for shooting guard for me. You know what I mean? Just like 26 points per game, six assists, three rebounds. Shot 42 percent from the field, two steals. 11-time All-Star, one-time MVP, four-time scoring champion, three-time steel champ, seven-time all-selection team. Man, Allen Iverson's up there, man. He had to do everything in uh, in uh, Philly. You know, he didn't have any help like a lot of these superstars do. Now, let's say if Allen Iverson had a Shaq or had a big-time player. He had a big-time player. You know, he had a big-time... These players, Allen Iverson, if Allen Iverson had a... Uh, a Kareem or a Shaq or even a Kobe. El Narsen probably would have been higher on my list. But I feel like El Narsen didn't get the help that he needed in Philly. You know what I mean? Um, let me see what my brother says. Brandon Roy would have been on the list. Uh, yeah, he can. You know? And the reason I'm not putting Trace McGrady is because he got injured. You know? And people are comparing. Oh, T-Mac's better than Kobe. Get out of here with that. You know, Allen Iverson's a beast. I love his game. He's five on my list. Um, he's a tenacity. He can score at will. He had that Kobe Bryant mentality. I'm telling you, he had that Kobe Bryant mentality. He wasn't backing down from anybody. You feel me? Just his aggression, his passion, you know, all, all the times that when the Lakers played him in the 2000 finals, when they beat us, he was going off. But the Lakers made him work for his shots. He still put up 20-something points in that finals. I remember. Me and Michael remember that. Shout out to my brother Michael watching live. And number four, Clay Thompson, three pointers. Clay Thompson, man, like he he's up there. Y'all have to put respect on Clay. You know, you know, three time champion, four time All Star, nineteen points per game, shooting forty five percent from the field goals, forty one percent from three, and one to steal a game. You know, 
he hit those. He was just hit those big shots in the finals against the Cavs and Raptors. Even though they lost, he he just he can score a lot of points, shoot the three. He's capable of going for 40, 50. He can even go for seventy, like Devin Booker did. Clay Thompson can get hot from three. All he needs is one or two baskets, and he gets going. I play him on two K. He gets it going early. You know, he had four or five three pointers in a row on NBA two K last night, and he won me the game. You know, so it's, I just like Clay Thompson's game. Um, his ability to, uh, let me see here, his ability to score at will, come off those screens, because if, if you Matt, if you think that Clay is not a good player, he is, in my opinion. He's up there. You got to put him up the best of all time. You know, that's just how I feel. Maybe people think I'm crazy. Maybe people think I'm, uh, you know, you know, let me see. Everybody's commenting to see what, that's how I feel. See, it's all good. Kobe cards, what's going on? That's just my opinion, though. You know, but yeah, um, Forrest Clay, and uh, here's where it gets interesting from three to one. For my number three, best shooting guard of all time, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade is number three on my list. You know, I know there's this list was hard. I just was researching before I came on here. It was a hella hard list to figure out, like to pick, because there's so many great shooting guards. But Dwayne Wade's on my list for number three shooting guard of all time. Three-time champion, one finals MVP, three defensive player of the year. Or three X all defense, 12-time all-star, one scoring champion. Dwayne Wade, man, his ability to uh, get to the rim, play with passion, hustle, great grind. But here's the thing. Um, Dwayne Wade averaged 23 points, four rebounds, five assists, shot 48% from the field. One block a game, one steal. Just overall, Dwayne Wade... Y'all gonna think I'm crazy. Dwayne Wade, I'm gonna say it. This is my channel, I'm gonna say it. Dwayne Wade was the reason LeBron won the championship. I'm gonna say it. I ripped it off the band-aid. You know, that's just how I see it back then. You know, because if Dwayne, if Dwayne Wade was on that championship heat team, where would LeBron be? Same with all the greats. I know I keep talking about it. We're not going off subject, but a lot of people um, say that, oh, Michael Jordan, this without Scottie Pippen, you can say the same thing without Dwayne Wade. What would Dwayne Wade be without Shaq? But here's the thing: Kobe won two straight championships without Shaq, so I'm happy about that. All these players and people around the league, the haters out there that say, "Oh, if it wasn't for Shaq, if it wasn't for Shaq, Kobe, if it wasn't for Shaq, Dwayne Wade wouldn't win a championship. If it wasn't for LeBron, Bosh coming to the Miami, no championships for Dwayne Wade. He probably wouldn't have one. But that's how I feel." You know, I mean, that's how I feel about Dwayne Wade. He's three of my lists. He's very, his defense is um, underrated to me because a lot of people didn't like his his defense. He played very passionate defense. There was nights where he played good defense on my Laker team. You know what I mean? I just like, um, just like Dwayne Wade's defense overall, his passion. And he's very good at blocking shots, running the floor with LeBron in the Miami days. You know what I mean? And, uh, whoo, here we go. Number two. Y'all ready for my number two? Y'all ready? Y'all ready to get, uh, y'all ready to run? Um, I'm going to say it. Michael Jordan at number two. Michael Jordan's at number two, best shooting guards of all time. Six-time champion, six finals MVP, um, five-time MVP, nine-time all-defense, shooting leader, scoring champion ten times. You know what I mean? Um, Not LeBron. Michael Jordan averaged 30 points, five rebounds, six assists, Shot 49% from the field, two steals, and um, let me see what he here said. 
Come on, Vince. Quit saying that. That's overrated. This guy right here, Vince, said that if DeMar DeRozan or if Michael Jordan was in the NBA today, he'd play like DeMar DeRozan. Vince, quit saying that. Quit disrespecting. Quit disrespecting Michael Jordan, bro. Like, for real. Like, quit doing that. I know you're trying to get a joke. That ain't a joke no more. That's disrespecting the legend. You know? DeMar DeRozan will never be on Michael Jordan's level, bro. Like, no cap. You feel me? I'm tired of seeing that. It's overrated to talk. Wade is a legend. Yes, he is. Kobe Cards, he's a legend. And, yeah, man. Michael Jordan gets hated on. Even though he has six time, he's six six-time champion, he still gets hated on, you know? But for me, um, Michael Jordan... Y'all can pick Kobe, Jordan, Kobe, Jordan, Kobe, Jordan. Back and forth. But for me, I go with Jordan at two. Do I pick Jordan at two? Because I just feel like... Because I didn't watch him at all, but I see highlights. He's still great, talented. Back to the basket, pull up mid-range. He has that Kobe Bryant mentality. His ability to play competition, hustle, grit, grind overall. You know, that's why I like him at number two for me. But for my number one shooting guard of all time, Kobe Bryant. Bryant. Um, RP to the legend Kobe, man. You're number one on my list for the best shooting guard of all time. Your work ethic is amazing. Your passion for the game is unbelievable. You don't play that little, oh, we lost by 30? Let's go get something. Oh, let me go take a selfie on TikTok and dance. Nah, 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 nah. Kobe ain't like that. Hell no. I remember a couple years ago when Kobe was sitting out. Kobe went on Jimmy Kimmel and was talking to Jimmy Kimmel. And they showed him a clip of, I think it was Nick Young, Jordan Hill, Carlos Boozer, and Jeremy Lin were laughing and joking. Hold on. And they looked at Kobe. They brought the camera back. And Kobe had to look like this. And they asked, Jimmy Kimmel asked him, would that have happened if he was there? Looked at him. Looked down. Adjusted his outfit. I agree with Kobe. That wouldn't have happened if Kobe Bryant was there. Kobe takes games seriously. A lot of these players around the league today. I wanted to take some TikToks and dance. Nah. In today's NBA, Kobe Bryant would average 40. Same with Michael Jordan. If Kobe and Jordan played in today's NBA, Kobe and Jordan would be dominating the league. You know? That, that's how talented Kobe is. That's how talented Michael Jordan is. Jordan would average probably like 20 more points on his total average of 30. He would average a little bit more. He would add 20 to his 30. You feel me? Same with Kobe. Kobe is an assassin. Play with passion. He And he's a winner on the court and off the court. Best bookseller in New York. His book they just released. You know, he won best book in New York. And he just has a book. He's a very... He's a winner on the court and off the court. He's a winner. And he was successful at everything he did. You know? He, he was successful at everything he did. Let's see these comments, y'all. Hmm. Yeah. Let's see. I wonder how, brother. Let me see. Book, what's up, Kobe Cards? Booker, I mean, best single. Yeah, it is. It is, man. Um, Devin Booker. Shout out to my boy, Kobe Cards, for tuning in every podcast. Really appreciate you, the support, man. Um, make sure you tune in to this weekend's podcast, Friday night, 7.30 p.m. But, yeah, that's the only player I think can come close to taking over 81. But you got the Clays of the world. You got James Harden. You got... Even Russell, not Russell Westbrook. Um, Clay too could turn up, you know. Let me see here. Kobe cards again. Oh, you already know. You already know Kobe would be dropping forty-five points a game. He'd be, it'd be unguardable. And what the refs call today, Kobe would get it. Kobe would love it. All you have to do, get the ball in the post, pump fake, just one time, and just fall, and you'll get free throws. That's that's how. People when people when James Harden plays, all he does is pump fake, false free throws, and some of some of the calls that he gets are like, 
Is I'm dreaming? Is I'm dreaming? The, the calls that James Harden gets are so... Oh my... Just like, come on. That's not a foul. Because a lot of times James Harden gets the ball and then hooks his arm and then goes like that. So it's like, come on, bro. That's why Brad Ingram was going to knock him out. You know? See what my brother has to say. Rich, Rich, Mitch Richmond. Oh, uh, no. About that one, brother. Appreciate you tuning in, bro. Let's see. Oh, shout out to my brother. Michael, appreciate you, bro. Uh, Kobe Bryant was number one. You probably tuned in late. Let's see. Let's see what Kobe Carter has to say. 30. Yeah, you already know. You already know Kobe, Kobe Bryant would uh, average 30 free throws a game. You know what I mean? Like today's NBA, everybody can agree with me on the, on the live. Today's NBA is soft. You know, let's get into it, guys. Today's NBA is soft. You can't play that physical 90s basketball. 2000 basketball, you get you elbow somebody on accident. You feel me? Technical. If you elbow somebody in today's NBA on accident, suspended two games. If you have bad breath, you get thrown out of a game. You can't play that physical defense anymore. That's why a lot of times when LeBron and Patrick Beverly played this two months ago, when they got into it, LeBron's playing defense, Patrick Beverly, and Patrick Beverly's pushing and shoving. As soon as LeBron pushes Patrick Beverly, both technical fouls. Like that. It's like, play. Play better, you know. Referees are soft these days with these players, you know. It's like, come on, I don't really like if you switch the rules around. If you put the '90s type of basketball in today's NBA, James Harden won't be as effective because he'd be getting muffed up, bullied by everybody. LeBron be able to handle it because he's built for it. You feel me? And I feel like Westbrook can handle it too because he gets goes to the path, he goes through the lane, gets hit, and he's capable of taking contact. You know, like, the players I don't think will be able to handle it in today's NBA. If the 90s basketball was translating today's NBA, I feel like I feel like Blake Griffin won't be able to handle it, the 90s type of basketball, if it was today's NBA. I just thought Blake Griffin would be muff, be hurt. Because every, every time he touch Blake Griffin, he'll fall, cry. What I'm saying is, I miss old school type of barbecue chicken playing physical. I'm tired of this. No, he touched you. Foul. He flopped. He, that's not a foul. He kicked his leg out. Foul. It's like... Call these, call these free throws, bro. Like Le, LeBron got so many calls against him this year, it was unbelievable. LeBron gets fouled, no call. But when the Clippers go on the other end, do the same exact thing, foul. Like, what are you doing, bro? Let's see here. Any more questions? Yeah, Kobe cards, Kobe, Kobe cards. Appreciate you tuning in, everybody. Right now on the on my YouTube channel and on my Periscope, Facebook, go. Subscribe to my boy right here, Kobe Cards. Appreciate the support, bro. Salute to you. Go subscribe to him. Go turn on the post notification. He just posted a brand new video today about um, the Last Dance card, the Last Dance um, show. Go check it out. He has some good cards on there, and there's a special guest on there. So go check it out, y'all. It was an amazing show. Go check it out and go subscribe. And when you subscribe, tell him Big Baby Jonathan sent you. You feel me? But uh, one more topic before we get up on out of here. Um, my top four Laker rush, Laker out Rushmore of all time. My out Rushmore Lakers. My top four: Kobe, Magic, Kareem, and the Diesel Shaquille O'Neal. Everybody's gonna ask me why isn't LeBron on your list? Because he wasn't a Laker until two years ago. You know what I mean? He he he, he hasn't done that much with the Lakers yet because last year. It was just, um, what is that called? A preseason for him. Now, 49 and 14, if he wins this championship, if he wins this two or three championships, or maybe even four, he'll be put in the conversation. But right now, he has to win rings in L.A. I say this all the time. 
In LA, you have to produce rings. You have to. You can't just come to LA. Oh, we're gonna win a bunch of games and win, win, a, win a series. Not with, not with Laker Nation. Hell no, you're not. You feel me? You gotta. You know what I mean? Shout out to Kobe Cards, Big Baby Jonathan Squad. Everybody type that in the comments right now. Facebook, Periscope, two Facebook accounts. Go type that right now, y'all. But yeah, man, um, like in LA, I'm telling you, this Laker fan base does not like to lose. What I'm trying to say is, if LeBron comes here, which he already is here, if he doesn't win, to me, as a fan, that that's just how I feel. That's how I feel. That's how I preach my podcast. It'll be a failed season with the Lakers from his time being here because you can't be winning. You can win, bring the recognition back. You recognition. Thank you, LeBron. But if you don't produce a championship in LA, it's a complete bust. I don't care what anybody says. If you ask Michael Jordan, the late great Kobe Bryant, that if you went don't win championships, it'd be completely failure. And Kobe Bryant says it all the time. Because I remember when he lost to the Spurs, they asked him, "How do you think the season went? Complete failure." When we lost to Boston, how did the season went? Complete failure. Even when he was up 2-0 against Orlando Magic, he wasn't celebrating. He was saying, "The job ain't finished." What you mean? Up 2-0, job ain't done. That's what I'm trying to say is. LeBron needs to produce more championships than just winning a 49-14 season. You have to produce rings, man. You know, you'll be the second player in the NBA history on the Lakers that didn't win a ring. That was in Baylor. And if you, I, I, like, overall, LeBron's going to win this ring. But this is just hypothetically. You feel me? But for me, that's how I feel about him. LeBron, produce rings. I still respect you. I, I still respect you, LeBron. Salute to you. Thank you for coming to the Lakers. Thank you for bringing that back into the spotlight. I appreciate you, bro. But that's how I feel about my Route Mushmore of all time Lakers. You'll get there, bro. Just bring us a ring. Bring us back to glory like you did in Cleveland. And uh, I still respect you. You shut me up when you came back down 3-1. And uh, my brother has a funny video on me going crazy when that shot against Ray Allen. Hopefully you find that soon, Michael, and bring it up. I can post it on my social media just for laughs and entertainment. You feel me? But shots, Kobe cards, Big Baby Jonathan squad. You already know what the deal is. But um, I'm going to end this. Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Um, hope you guys having a wonderful night. I'm going to be live here Friday night, 7.30 p.m. So turn on your post notifications. It's going to be an amazing show. I'm going to have some fans call in. You feel me? Some fans, not all fans, but some of them. You know what I mean? You know, shout out to my boy Manny. What's good, bro? Appreciate you, bro. Uh, make sure you turn on your post notification. I'm going to be live here Friday, 7.30 p.m. West Coast time, 10.30 um, East Coast time, so turn on your post notifications, and if you want to be on my podcast, um, just DM me if you want to be on the podcast, I'll send you the number to direct line for you to call, um, y'all want to tune in this weekend, it's going to be an amazing show, I got some special guests coming, so y'all don't want to miss that, I'm telling you, you don't want to miss it, y'all gonna, y'all don't want to miss this Friday, I'm going to say it right now, it's going to be, it's going to be a great show, but shout out to my brother Michael for tuning in, shout out to Kobe Cards, Manny, everybody tuning in to tonight's show, you know, let me see here, oh, original, Original LA Original 55824. What up, bro? Just saw your message. My bad, bro. Um, appreciate you tuning in. Got a lot of comments. You know, appreciate you. Appreciate Daniel for tuning in, man. Appreciate you, bro. Um, yeah, man. Until then, you guys have a wonderful night. And if you want to get shout out on my Instagram, show me that you're watching my live. I'm gonna give you a shout out and have all of my fans. And supporters, go follow you on your social media. So until then, you guys have a good night. And go Lakers. Peace out. A-Town. One love, everybody. Doses. Talk to you Friday.